There is no such thing as failure. There are only outcomes. This week on the Unlock Podcast, let me share with you how I nearly broke my neck pulling off the most epic skateboarding move ever and why my goal of getting this podcast into the top 10 Apple Podcast self-improvement charts and it only reached 64, but I'm going to share what I did, how it got there and why 64 isn't a failure. You're going to love this episode. Hello and welcome to the Unlocked Podcast. I'm your host, Ricky Locke, professional speaker, magician and confidence coach. And quite simply, Unlocked is a journal of self-improvement. I'm talking to the experts, authors and successful people from around the world, as well as sharing my mishaps and magical adventures in my own life too, to unlock the best version of ourselves. My aim is to give you some insight and inspiration so you can unlock the best version of yourself too. Now, if this sounds like your cup of tea, then hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any of my latest episodes released every Wednesday. Now, relax and enjoy the show. All right, so I'm really excited to share this with you because this was a huge part of my uh, my July madness of doing the relaunch of this podcast and all the things that went behind that. But also, as you might have heard from the title there, the epic skateboarding move, which I'm going to play for you right now so you can hear this uh, on the podcast. It's, it's pretty grim, and there is a link I'm going to put in the show notes where you can actually watch this epic fail. Um, well, it's not a fail, but a front flip that I did, uh, and not by um, default. That's not the plan, but I'm going to play for you. It's quite, uh, yeah, it's quite fun to listen to. Here we go. You good? Yeah, good. Now. So, so there you go. It's pretty uh, epic. And uh, check out the link in the uh, in the show notes to go find and, and watch this. It is pretty epic. But firstly, the, the reason I wanted to do this episode is because, as you might have known from the title, the title is an NLP presupposition, which is there is no such thing as failure. There are only outcomes. And I'm going to share with you why that epic move that I did wasn't obviously the desired outcome that I wanted to, but I ended up doing a front flip, which is pretty cool. But also I'm going to share with you the plan and the big thing of why this podcast, why I wanted to relaunch it, why I wanted to get it into the top 10 and why only 64 some people might consider that to be a failure i didn't hit my goal but actually i'm going to share with you why it isn't a failure it is an awesome awesome outcome but first i do need to say a massive thank you and there are so many people that help to contribute to this and i'm going to literally read out everyone's names here to uh, to get involved here because um, and hopefully I don't miss anyone here but I literally uh, as I'll explain this in the process of the strategy I literally reached out to every single one of my friends and family to say hey can you help me out so I'm going to read this out to everyone and hopefully uh, I don't miss anyone out here here we go so Andrew Dickinson David Heiner Jasmine Barnes Nilesh Bhatia Daniel Pettit Chris Lovett uh, Team Awesome who I, I, I put that on my WhatsApp group which is uh, Alan and Emily Braithwaite, thank you to you. The whole of the ESR team from Progressive Property, uh, Matt Edwards, uh, Imogen, who's my Kate lady, uh, Amy Rowlinson, uh, Simon Dighton, Dino Dell, Richard Hyron, uh, here on Richard, hopefully I've got that right, uh, Matt King, Zoe Newton, Kat Hay, Steve Odie, my uh, best man, Craig, uh, Lee Smith, I've got um, Chantel Cornelius, Steph Ingram, uh, Paul Durkin, Jake Richings, all the people in my speakers uh, ensemble group, 
uh, Bev Holden, the Unlocked Mastermind group. So you guys know who you are. Jake Richings, uh, Izzy Dixon, uh, Lee, I love you, buddy, as well. And Joel Klein as well, as well as Nilesh as well. Um, also my good pal, Cal, uh, my mum and dad. Uh, and then there was obviously the boys and uh, loads of wedding supplies as well. Uh, my brother, Paul Locke. We'll get him on the show, actually. I'm going to share some stories uh, about his awesome stuff as well. Uh, but the Confident Club, so Steve McDermott and Curly Uppington. Uh, Sharon, my good friend from ESA. The Dream Team, which is Paul Dams and uh, Steve and Sam Warrington. Steve Key, that is, which I do think would be a great episode one day. Steve Key and Ricky Locke, Locke and Key. And Joanna Parsons, of course course and obviously my family as well so julie barnes as well and of course my beautiful fiance danielle loads more people on that whatsapp group as well so i need to make sure i do mention them as well and a couple of people on linkedin as well so rich reynolds who's an awesome magician as well emma shergold who was my accountability partner last month in a group that i was working in chris mooney gary hewins tom white uh, sam halford karen nicholson nick cramp matt callanan aaron shetwin laura harrison laura robinson chris wilder and chris mooney who i mentioned already and of course, the amazing support from the patrons of this podcast. Thank you, Anthony Howe, Sherry Brenton, Steve McDermott, Rory Barnes, and Chris Lovett. A few names we've already mentioned already, but I could not have done any of this without you as well. So thank you so much for your continued support. The community that we are building is absolutely amazing. I love sharing the content with you and the extra uh, behind the scenes content as well. So thank you for helping with this relaunch as well. It's been, uh, you, you got a bit of a, a kind of juicy heads up before I announced it to everyone, but thank you so much to you guys. I really Appreciate that. And um, Chris Cowden as well. Yeah. So here's the most important thing here. So, guys, uh, you know, I, I really do appreciate that. I know there was a lot of names. So you might have just skipped all of that. Hopefully I've reached out to you. If I did miss you out, um, apologies. There were so many names. Um, just let me know and I'll put it out there. But the biggest thing was, why did I set this goal? The reason I set the goal for the top 10 of the podcast to get into the self-improvement charts, the top 10, it sounds like a vanity metric, which I mentioned this as I was asking people to help me out. To a lot of people, they think, well, that does sound like a vanity metric. Why would you want to get that into top 10? The reason that I set that goal is because I 100%, 1,000% believe this content that is made on the Unlock podcast, my stories of my failures, of my successes, of how I dealt with resilience, therapy, whatever, uh, my story, but also the amazing guests that have come on the show, Steve McDermott, Paul McGee, we've got Madeline Black, we've had Steve Josh, we've had some amazing, amazing people that have come on to the show and... I think that people need to hear these stories because I don't want people to, to go through the life I had of 15 years kind of with blinkers on in a career, which was great, but also helping people to unlock the best version of themselves. I understood that there was something out there that I could actually, uh, there was more than that life. And and I believe that me sharing my, my heart and pouring my heart out into these epic stories, people need to hear this because I think there's some inspiration in every single episode that people can learn and unlock a better version of themselves, whether that is to be more confident, to be more resilient, to be, um, you know, have a, increase their mindset, you know, uh, improve the confidence, wherever that might be. There's something in all these episodes. And that's why if we could get it reached up to the top of the charts, it means that when someone was going to be searching for a self-improvement podcast. Maybe people love listening to self-improvement podcasts. They might say, right, I'm going to type in self-improvement charts. And they would then see that podcast on and go, okay, that looks quite interesting. Maybe I'll go give that a listen. And that was the whole reason for it, really. If we could get it up there high enough, it means that it could be shared by more people. And that was the whole aim of it, really. Now, obviously, part of the plan was that uh, all of my good friends and the Patreon members as well, they all shared it to, um, so Sherry Brenton as well, I forgot to mention there, Sherry, bless you, sorry, sorry, Sherry, um, all of the um, patrons and the good friends 
share the podcast, download all uh, the episodes or as many episodes as they can. And I encourage people to go onto Podchaser and Apple Podcasts to leave us a review. Now, the reason I did that was because, again, that then signifies a little spike to Apple to say that um, this podcast is gaining some interest, uh, gaining some attention, and that the podcast would then be um, recognized in the charts. So I'm going to explain to you what actually happened, and I'll do a a private little video on the Patreon. So if you want to come join the patrons, I'm going to share this in more detail because I'm sure you don't want to hear all of this on this episode. But to kind of summarize it, uh, there was 2,200 downloads in in pretty much two days, which was absolutely epic because the the podcast was getting about 600 to about 1,000 downloads um, per month when it was in season. And to get that massive spike was absolutely brilliant. Had loads of reviews on Podchaser and uh, Apple Podcasts, so it did its job. It got it recognized, and obviously these were fantastic reviews, and people, they're not fake reviews. They were all uh, fake news, as Donald Trump used to say. It was all great things, and um, it it just helped to to climb it. So obviously the the initial release of it, it climbed to 68, and then through the, the next day or two, in 24 hours, it went up to 64, which was which was epic, you know, like it was great to watch that and uh, to watch the, the podcast climb. Now, obviously, that 64 to most people would think, well, hang on a minute, Ricky, that isn't top 10. Now, it doesn't matter because the big thing there for me, although it was like one of my big, big goals, actually 64 is pretty fascinating. The good news is with this, which I'll explain to you, is that I set that challenge for the self-improvement podcast chart to get it into the top 10. It got to 64 in the self-improvement charts, which was amazing. But the thing that I didn't count on was that it actually reached to 139 in the education chart as well, which is pretty epic because in the education podcast chart, there are the likes of people who I absolutely love. Jordan B. Peterson, who's often quite number one in the education podcast chart. So to be ranked in the top 200 or top 150 of uh, people like that, that's pretty epic. And even in the self-improvement chart, you know, such as the Law of Attraction podcast and the Rich Roll podcast, there are some big, big names in that podcast, which is absolutely fascinating. And the reason I'm sharing this with you again is because that whole thing about there is no such thing as failure, there are only outcomes. Yes, it didn't actually get into the top 10, but how fascinating. I now get to take this away and start to think of it, reflect on it, and think what worked, what didn't work, what can I learn from this, and what could I tweak or adjust if I was to do it again? For me, yeah, it didn't get into top 10. That wasn't the, you know, it didn't get the desired outcome, but I got a 64, which is pretty epic. So in my head, top 65 or top 70 or even the top 100 podcasts of the Apple podcast chart, which meant it did its job. It got into that top 100 chart, so people would have scrolled down, they would have found that podcast, and they start listening to it. And this is no word of a lie. I'm getting people that are now emailing in um, saying, hey, Ricky, I found your podcast and I love your podcast. I found it whilst uh, searching for something and I've started to listen to it and I really enjoy it. So it's epic. And I'm going to do a little shout out here to somebody who who got in touch recently, actually, um, who, who listens in America which I think is absolutely awesome, which I'm going to share the name out in a second, which I hope they don't mind, actually. But yeah, so, you know, it didn't obviously do its thing, obviously, um, of, of getting to where I wanted the outcome. But actually, the outcome was pretty epic still that it got into two charts with some big hitters in there. But the biggest thing as well was that it's an awesome achievement. Yeah, it wasn't top 10, but I've learned so much from that. I've learned how to do a a launch or a relaunch. You know, this podcast was already existing, but I've also learned then how to understand what could I do next time? 
And also, what is the reviews time? So one of the things maybe I think that I would probably learn in hindsight now is thinking, well, maybe it's about the episodes listening as well. So I think one of the things that White probably didn't push higher was probably because it was recognizing that downloads were happening, but maybe not many people were were listening to it as much so i think it kind of now needs to understand that maybe the podcast needs to rank and uh, it needs to find out um you know what's the episode listen time when are people switching off or when are people probably um you know just um actually engaging with the content so that's probably something that i need to probably think about next time which also makes me think about well actually is this really a goal that is important to me Maybe um, it's probably not important, actually. It could be considered as a vanity metric, but actually it's proved to me that this can happen, this can work, this is great content, it's being found by people, and that's the main important thing of creating a community of people who want to listen to the podcast. So the example I was going to share with you was Melissa. Um, so Melissa Stanfield, who got in touch with me from America. So she listens to the podcast in the United States, um, which was absolutely amazing. So she reached out to me uh, all the way from Indiana to say that she found the podcast. She loved it. And she's been listening to the episodes from 2021. So, yeah, Melissa, shout out to you. Thanks for reaching out to me. I was so kind and so nice to hear your lovely message and also yeah, thank you for listening to the podcast. It's amazing. And she also purchased a copy of Chris Lovett's, pod, uh, Chris Lovett's book as well, Discovery of Less, which is a great episode as well. So, yeah, thank you, Melissa. Really do appreciate you uh, reaching out. Anyway, going back to this. So, reached the uh, so set a big goal. Yeah, it didn't get the desired outcome, but it's still a pretty cool outcome. And this is the important thing. Comparing this to this skate video, as I played to you earlier on, I'm going to play it again to you just so you can hear that gruesome, uh, awesome, I think it's awesome. Here we go. I'll play it again. Here we go. You good? Yeah, good. There you go. So comparing this to my skate file, I, uh, if you watch the video, go into LinkedIn or go onto Instagram, you might see it on there. It's a huge ramp. I'm going down. So for anyone listening to this, huge, huge ramp. And then as I uh, go up the ramp, you, you literally just kind of pull your knees up. The board will stick to your feet and then you land on this big air mat, right? It obviously didn't happen because I did a front flip instead. Now, I walked away from that going, wow, how fascinating. Now, obviously, there was people watching. They, a lot of people might be quite embarrassed by that, right? But the main point is this. The skate fail or skate success, however you want to look at that, it's determined on your measure. And also, my goal of setting the podcast is linked to this. Too much of our lives, in our jobs, in our businesses, in our careers, or in our life, we are measuring ourselves too highly against what a failure or success is. To many people, they might say, well, that Ricky, that was an epic fail. Epic fail, that. But actually, if we seek to focus on outcomes rather than failures, we can actually make adjustments along the way that will bring us closer to our desired outcomes. So with this understanding, we can stop blaming ourselves and others and find solutions and improve the quality of what we do. So in the example of my skate thing, obviously, this was not the desired outcome I wanted. I wanted to just clear the ramp and land on the bag. But I did pull off a cool looking front flip. How cool is that? 33 year old man pulling off a front flip. I would have loved that as a teenager. How cool would that be if I'd told, um, you know, Ricky from 20 years ago, yeah, I wonder you'd pull off a front flip. It'd go, whoa, that's well cool, Ricky. Well done, mate. Um, but the most important thing is that I didn't walk away crying and moaning that I failed. It was quite painful, I'll be honest. I did hurt my neck for a couple of days and I could have nearly broke it as well. But instead, I learned some fascinating things. Next time, I'm going to tighten the trucks. So the trucks, if you're not aware on a skateboard, are the, the metal bits on the bottom that hold the wheels and they're like kind of screwed to the board. 
They're a bit loose because I hadn't skateboarded in months. I hadn't tightened them up. Loose trucks aren't really good for that ramp. And I'm quite a big guy, heavy guy. So obviously I'm a bit more faster going down the ramp. I'd obviously tighten that up so they don't wobble as much. I'd center my weight in the middle of the board and I would not lean as forward as I did in that video. Because hence why, as I went up the ramp, I leant forward, wobbled. We call it a speed wobble. And then as I uh, leant forward is when then I did the front flip. With the podcast... Obviously, you know, reaching two charts, great. That wasn't part of the outcome. That's a pretty cool outcome. But I'd walk away and think about, okay, next time maybe I'd start thinking about what is it about the episode content? How could I get people to listen to it more? Because maybe if the listening time is an important metric, then maybe that's something. So I'm taking it away going, this is absolutely amazing. Because the real thing about those goals and compared to our work and our personal lives is the learning. As long as we are learning we are succeeding. So we need to stop thinking about whether something was a failure or whether something was a success. It's just an outcome. A real great uh, reference here point is, uh, I think I heard this many years ago from uh, Tony Robbins. It's a great little reference point. It's a famous story about Thomas Edison, and I'm going to share a great story about beliefs uh, with him on an upcoming episode. But Thomas Edison, if you don't know, created the light bulb. Now, he had many, what some people would say, as repeated failures. He was once asked about his repeated failures to invent the light bulb, um, what he said about it. And he responded and he says, I have not failed. I've just found 10,000 ways that won't work. (laughs) How cool is that? But obviously on one of them, he actually created an explosion. Um, And obviously someone then said to him as well, wow, that was a massive failure. He said, no, wow, you know, how fascinating. Um, I've just found out a way of how to create an explosion. That might be useful for something else. And he was uh, famously known for recording all of his experiments and then putting things into boxes and gadgets and stuff and tearing things down, machinery and that, and then to create something else. But he would walk away from that and go, wow, I've just found 10,000 ways that don't work. And that is the spirit that we need to achieve in all of our lives and all of our business, right? It's a bit like me. I'm taking this away now from me to think about, well, okay, cool. How fascinating. Podcast didn't get into the top 10, but it got into two podcast charts. It increased its reach to people all over the world from Melissa in America. How fascinating. Uh, That's a little reference there to uh, my good pal, Steve McDermott and Kelly Uppington from the Confident Club and uh, great mentors of when we receive uh, the idea that there is no such thing as a failure, there's only feedback, and we just walk away like Spock says and says, how fascinating. But I'm calling out to you, to the listeners. So listen to this episode right now. I want to hear from you. I'd love for you to send me a DM or message me or social media, contact me, or even email me personally. I'm a business page at info at rickylock.co.uk. Let me know what you have done recently that may not have been the outcome that you wanted, but what did you learn from it? I'd love to hear and let me know. We need to stop labeling things as a failure and success and just walk away from it and go, this was just an outcome. How fascinating. What can I do to tweak and adjust to do it next time? So um, if you haven't listened to it yet as well, I'd highly recommend taking a listen to episode 53 of the Unlock podcast, which is called Take Some Effing Responsibility for Your Life by Jack Canfield. It's another great episode, which is all about how to respond to life's events and opportunities and how we need to start taking responsibility for life's um, events. So it's a really great episode that links with this NLP presupposition. We show more stuff about NLP and how we can rewire our thoughts in our brain to start thinking about successes and beliefs a little bit differently. But just to summarize, yeah, so think about, you know, what if the next goal or that next target that you have set for yourself that you aim for doesn't end up the way you hoped? Well, you simply just learn from it and say how fascinating, adjust, learn from it, tweak, and then that way it will bring you closer to your target for next time. 
But let me know. Get in touch. Let me know what you've done recently that didn't go the way you hoped for and what can you learn from it. And yeah, you know, just remember there is no such thing as failure. There are only outcomes. And sometimes you pull off impressive, cool front flips or even get into two podcast charts with the likes of Jordan P. Peason, which is pretty epic anyway. So yeah, guys, thank you again to all the amazing people that absolutely helped me out with the launch that. Um, thank you. It means the world to me. I've, I pour a lot of my heart and soul into this. I love this podcast. I love getting people on it. And it just makes this podcast better and better every single week, which is the, the most important thing. How can I measure myself of um, improve myself on yesterday? That's the big thing going forward. But yeah, as always, you know, a huge thank you to the um, the podcast patrons of the Unlock podcast, Sherry Brenton. Anthony Howe, Steve McDermott. We have Rory Barnes and we have our newest uh, Patreon member, which is Chris Lovett as well. So thank you so much. You know, I appreciate your help. If you want to come join, you're going to find a, a little uh, a private video of this in the Patreon community where I'm going to show you a little bit more about the results of the podcast in an in-detailed episode. But yeah, as always, you know, a huge, huge thank you to you, the listener. If you are still listening to this point, don't forget, head over to Apple Podcasts and Podchaser. Still leave us a review. Let us know what you think to this episode, if it inspired you and get in touch and let me know i'd love to hear from you what um has happened to you recently that was only an outcome and what did you learn from it but as always yes enjoy thank you so much for listening to this episode and uh, i will join you next week every wednesday for another episode of unlocked thank you so much good luck unlocking the best version yourself goodbye